This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Soundboard, you son of a bitch. Ah! Okay, uh, I'm gonna need. Oh, you got it up already. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah I got it up. Uh, go ahead. Awkward. I <laughs> uh, hey, don't know what to say now. Okay, go. All right, the Woodstock album cover. I feel like everybody knows the oh, yeah. iconic Woodstock album cover, right? Um, so there's the couple that's holding each other while they're wrapped in a blanket on the front. Man, I can still smell that blanket from here. No kidding. <laughs> um, their names were, uh, Nick Erkeline and Bobby Kelly. Oh. They were just dating at the time. They married. Damn hippies. Damn sex-having hippies. They married and they've been together more than 50 years, which is cool. Wow, nice. Here's the sad part. Bobby just died. Ah! I know. Um, long illness she had. So here they are talking about their experience and being unaware that the famous photo had ever been taken. We didn't know that the photo was taken. The $18 ticket for three days was a little steep for us. So we really hadn't planned on going. The Friday night of the concert, we're listening to WALL. We can't accept more people. Please don't come. Buy the records or go to the next concert, but don't come here. We were 20. <laughs> we had to go. We really had no idea what to expect. In fact, our intention was to come up, check it out, and be back home so I could go to Mass the next day. When I was supposed to be attending Mass, the picture was taken. Proof that I did not go to Mass. When did you <laughs> first see the photo? Right after the album came out and was like, whoa. We were pretty excited. I feel very grateful that I have been able to share this experience with the man I've loved for 50 years. Aww. All those people under less than perfect circumstances. And it was filled with peace and love and no violence. This world needs more Woodstock. Man. I'm in. You got some acid? Yeah. <laughs> you want to you wanna cuddle under my blanket and drop some brown acid? Um, <clears throat> I think all the women that were pregnant there dropping acid. Nice. Was it true that there wasn't any violence? Uh, I think for the most part there wasn't any violence. Well, I mean, comparatively to Altamont and all that stuff. It's pretty. I think it was pretty. I'm sure there's some fisticuffs. <clears throat> the Woodstock '99 had uh, lots oh. of uh, violence, <laughs> though. Lots how, of violence people, and rape there. How many people? <laughs> lots of rape. The, yeah, wow. it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was at the end of the line for that. Did you watch the documentary on the Woodstock '99? No, but it was horrible. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my God! It was just terrible. It was similar. The feelings I had were similar to watching the Fire Festival like documentary. Five people died. A lot of people <laughs> died at that stupid thing. It was terrible. Yeah, there were people hit by cars, and yeah, it was stupid. I don't know. What a shame. Well, they were roasting out there on right. the 
<sighs> Metallica rocked and people were dying. What the what the f, man? A lot of people there a though. Total snitch show. They were, uh, <clears throat> yeah, just trying to cash that check. But whatever. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, didn't a bunch of people get sick there too? I had to look it up. But anyway, yeah. But that album cover from the original Woodstock was pretty cool with them on it. There's probably a lot of there's well, there's a lot of people in the picture. Probably didn't even know they were in it, but. Uh, what yeah, a- if that picture was used and profited from today, they would be getting sued. <laughs> you know, it's true. Um, but it is a, like it's, a, it's the, was, if you don't know the photo, they're on like a hillside. Yeah, there's a bunch of people kind of sleeping in the background. I'm assuming because it was Sunday morning, and she's like she said she's supposed to be at mass, and they're just standing up. She's like cozied up to him. They're wrapped in a blanket. And he's like holding her, and then there's just a couple of people standing in the background, but you can't like see their faces. What it's a really cool picture. It's a great picture. Were they like 20, 19, 20? Did you say their age? Young. Yeah. They were both twenty. Teenage wasteland. It's only teenage wasteland. So, but I mean, how you, you got to watch some of the old Woodstock documentaries? They're fascinating. Yeah. Really, really cool. Yasker was cool. I loved him on stage. He was great. Uh, you kids out there, you seem to be having a hell of a good time. Now, welcome to the farm. <laughs> Let's love each other and rock this bitch. No, he didn't say bitch. He was such a kind human. Yeah. Yasger. Yeah, he was cool. He, he really reminded me of my grandfather. He had the pocket protector in. He, mm-hmm. had, the, he had the old plastic glasses, big right. frame glasses. Yeah, sweetheart of a guy. Uh, he had no idea. Was that? As a matter of fact, is that him saying don't come here? Um... I don't know. That might have been him. I can't remember. But, yeah, watch some of those documentaries, man. They're really well done. And it's all uh, footage, especially the backstage stuff. It's fascinating. They helicoptered in Janis Joplin and all that crap. Joe Cocker was amazing. Wow. Just, just, ugh, man. It's just a, a snapshot of peace, love, and harmony, baby. It was just, it'll never happen again. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, right. And then you try to create it, recreate it. And you never will. Okay, trying to tell half a million people to be cool. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you can't get that. You can't get that twice. So anyway, I opposite. love that they were together for fifty years. It's the opposite of the fire festival. I wonder if they felt obligated. They probably hated each other, but said, "Hey, we can make a lot of money off it of this." It doesn't sound like it. The interviews I've seen with right. them are pretty adorable. Yeah, they seem really cool. Yeah, very cool. Shot on play. <clears throat> oh my god, you would love it. Watch one. Oh yeah, dude. One, there's a couple of them floating out there, but. Uh, I would like to watch one of those. Usually the documentaries I watch about festivals are dumpster fires. So Right. But, I mean, you know, there wasn't enough food. Then they stopped charging people. And uh, it was. It was kind of just like a, we need to survive this. Yeah. And it took took longer to, I think, get out of there than it took for the show to happen. Sure. It was just really cool, really cool stuff. I, I've, I've known a few people that were, were at Woodstock that I've talked to uh, over the years, and they said uh, everybody was just great. Everybody was kind, and they have great, vivid memories of it. And yeah. They were a mile away from the stage. Sure. But it didn't matter. I mean, uh, how they pulled that off in the rain and, and, and people didn't get 
electrocuted. It's because it was a snitch show, dude. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was a mess, but they did it. You think about how they got generators back there. Oh, man. Dude, you can do anything with the right attitude. Boom. Clipboard and an attitude. So, uh, well, we should do the official morning show salute. Bobby Kelly, lady on the front of the Woodstock album. Um, 50 years, happily married. Oh, sad. Dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Doctor. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Captain. He'll die, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Jim. Dead. The man is dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead, sir. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. That man's dead back there. She's dead. He's dead. He must be dead. He was worse than dead. His brain is gone. Captain is dead. He's dead, Captain. He's dead, Jim. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Very dead, Mr. Spock. Let her go, Jim. He's dead. He's dead. She's dead. And a uh, little known fact, addendum to the story, they have never washed the blanket and friends will not come within two miles of that house. It walks on its own. <laughs> People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Hey, I guess they're right. Uh-oh. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. Anybody see my golf cart? <laughs> I seem to have parked it around here somewhere. An OnlyFans model dubbed the world's hottest grandma says she's ditched the subscription site oh. because it's become too smutty. Let me check this out. World's oldest what? Sexiest grandma? The world's hottest grandma. <laughs> Gina Stewart, 52, generated worldwide headlines when she started sharing steamy content on the platform years ago mm. with fans fawning over the gamesome grandma. What is it? Wow. Uh, oh, what is she, like 38? She's 52. Oh. I just said her age. Sorry. I know. You were busy over there. I was uh, looking at the- uh, I know. At Hi, the, grandmas. The freaking uh, yayas over I here. I know, right, dude? Wow, she is uh, uh, healthy. Dude. Listen, I know you had the same thought I had. Now let's you just drop them pants. <laughs> just take them right off. <laughs> I already had them off. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're talking. Oh, talking to the other person. Um, so well, the- sure. She's 52. Of course she looks great. She's had 8,000 plastic surgeries. Whatever, dude. Whatever. I wouldn't mind getting up in the crevice. She's pretty. But now the Australian bombshell says she's turned off by the site's lack of exclusivity. I mean, she looks like a plastic rubber doll, but I mean, other than that, uh, well done hey, for do 50. Do you follow Rubber Doll on the. No, she's but. She's great. I see her pop up every once in a while. Dude, I don't know. See, the, in this picture, she doesn't look like she's had a bunch of surgeries. She looks amazing. There's- that's uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> holy crap! It's like uh, it's, I was looking for a valve for an air pump, uh, so she could. Uh, it's like a tire valve. You gotta 
You got to plug in your air compressor. Anyway. Jesus Christ. Um, so, uh, due to so many people joining and all of the hardcore pornography, it's lost its luster a bit. Uh, Stuart, who's got four children and three grandchildren, has been invited to join Playboy's new social platform called Centerfold. Did you know about this? No. I did not either. Unlike OnlyFans, content creators on Centerfold must be approved by Playboy's editorial team to make sure they meet certain standards. Mm. I prefer the more glamorous appeal that Playboy offers. My content will be very Playboy-esque and glamorous. Uh, let's bring back glamour and move away from smutty content. Let's not. We can have both. Listen. <laughs> She's a little bit smutty. I'm a little bit rock and roll. The Naughty Nana says she believes the site will uh, give OnlyFans a run for its money. Mm. I think Playboy is so cool and the benchmark of a true iconic brand. Yeah, full of rapers and an owner who uh, um, basically... Put shock collars on girls and made yeah. them have sex with dogs. Yeah. Yeah, great image, Grandma. Um, if you've seen the Playboy documentary. It's gross. You should. Uh, it's uncomfortable. You should make a decision to not support Playboy in any way, shape, or form. F those guys. He was, he was a freaking maggot. Oh, yeah. That guy literally let people get away with murder at the mansion. What the hell was I just watching? And they a went game show? The, no, but they went to the Playboy Mansion, and uh, and it was older. It was an older uh, yeah. like setting, and that even just like seeing like older flashbacks or portrayals of S- slimy, the, isn't it? Right? Like yeah. I'm like, it's gross. God. <laughs> That it's just, so ignorance really is bliss, right. man. It's like the, the more knowledge you gather, right. the more things get right. ruined. Everybody <laughs> wanted into the Playboy Mansion. Right. Everybody wanted to go to the parties, but nobody. Oh, it was once upon a time in Hollywood. Right, but nobody wanted to talk about the girls that were raped, discarded, murdered. Yeah. Addicted. Exploited. Depressed. Groomed. Exploited. Groomed. I mean, it, it, it was. It's the devil. He's the devil. Mm-hmm. Watch that series. It's. If you can stomach it, watch it. It's terrible. It's just playmate, and it's not just a bitter playmate. It's the the upper echelon of the Playboy Corporation mm-hmm. that uh, that were handcuffed and couldn't say anything. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's incredible they got away with it as long as they did. Right. It was a it was just a like a forty year crime spree. Well, and everything. I don't. It was just blanketed under this brand. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Anyway, but if I do need to get a temporary membership to the Playboy site to see Grandma Tata over here, I know, right? I'm <laughs> like, well, I might support that. <laughs> uh, I have to have a look. I'm not going to give them any money, but if I can get a free look, uh, maybe. Uh, Playboy it. launched Centerfold with spokeswoman Cardi B in December 2021, promising a place for creative freedom, artistic expression, and sex positivity. Uh, Playboy would also be relaunching its magazine. This has been reported. Its original publication ceased printing in 2020. I don't know why they bring the magazine back. In addition to her new ventures on Centerfold, Hot Grandma also plans on hitting the dating scene. Well, 52, but yeah, she's, she's pretty eligible. I'm single, and I think as I become older and I have a daughter, I've become more careful as to who I let into my life. I'm not actually looking for anyone in particular. I believe that if I'm destined to find love, it will happen. And I will just fall in love probably when I least expect it. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah, you're going to. 
Are you into washed out DJs? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, well, yeah. How old's her daughter? I don't know. Yeah, she. What did her daughter just have a baby? I mean, it's it's a it's she a has fun. Three grandkids. Oh wow. Four kids. Okay. Three grandkids. All right. So she she had them young. I mean, you can't question her grandma Billy. No, that's what I was wondering if yeah. it was just a all fake. But yeah, I don't see a freaking wrinkle. Anywhere on that 52-year-old. I'd like to see one of you. She ought to have a, a, a tattoo that says Goodyear. Might as well make some sponsorship money off of it. Oh, man, that is defying the laws of gravity. I don't know what's Wonder happening what her, over there. What are what her daughters look like? <laughs> Can't get enough. Yeah? I'd like to see the generations, please. Uh, yeah, whatever. Good for her. Look at her. Making money. Well, you date the hottest grandma, you ain't got to worry about those uh, puppies drooping anytime for the rest of your life. Yeah, I think they're stuck where they are. Yeah, dude. she is set to go. I didn't. That, those are. They look like they're about to pop. They look uncomfortable. Well, that's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, well, I just don't want to drown under one of them. Some like be under one of them, one one explodes. Right. I got smothered by a titty in the middle of the night. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I do like her honesty, though. I mean, hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Check these out. Hi. <laughs> Bloop. I mean. She's not trying to. Why are you staring, staring at my tits? I'm, I'm more than tits. At least she's being honest about it. Is Centerfold. So I'm happy. Le- so center, oh, yeah. It's going to be less smutty than OnlyFans because they're approved. They're verified. Yeah. Check it out. What's her name again? Gina what? Stewart. Uh, Google Gina Stewart because, uh, you know, I don't know much about the person, but the the boobs are real and they are spectacular. So check them out. Um, Hey, by the way, speaking of documentaries ruining stuff, did you watch the documentary about Pornhub? Uh, No, it's on my list. I'm trying to finish Narcos up. Oh, that's a great job. And then I'm moving on. Um, I'm waiting for Pablo Escobar to get killed. Uh, money shot the Pornhub story yes. on Netflix. Yeah, watch it. Is it a one-off or is it a season it, or something? No, it's just it's just a, a documentary. Yeah, all right. Um, not good. It's not good. <laughs> oh, I, I figured. Yeah. Um. So that'll ruin they're, that for they're, you. They're never not good, or they're never good. Right. They're always not good. Right. It's always the dirty underbelly. Right. Somebody that always has to lose or get go to jail or die. I mean, it, while somebody well, wins. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. It's hump day and I'm moving just a little slow. Uh, let's talk about the orgasm gap. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, <laughs> mom. Uh, when Rachel Bilson, once a star of the 2000s teen drama The O.C. and more recently a host of a podcast about the show, said she didn't have an orgasm through penetrative sex with a man until she was 38, 
She poked light at a smoldering conversation about the orgasm gap. The phrase doesn't refer to those years of waiting between discovering sex and meeting someone who actually knows what the hell they're doing. That would be like calling a life sentence a gap year. Rather, it's a play on the pay gap, the difference in the number of orgasms men and women report during sex, much like men make more money than women do for the same job, right? According to research by the condom manufacturer Durex, straight men have four times as many orgasms as straight women do. Wait, say that again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just uh, have collapsed lung. I don't know what just happened. Go ahead. Straight men have four times as many orgasms as straight women. Oh, well, yeah, that's kind of obvious, isn't it? I don't know. I, it- I try as hard as I can to share. The International Academy of Sex Research conducted a more rigorous study in 2017 and found that 95% of heterosexual men said they usually are always orgasmed when sexually intimate, followed by 89% of gay men, 88% of bisexual men, 86% of lesbian women, 66% of bisexual women, and 65% of straight women. Why the hell are straight dudes claiming they ain't got nothing coming to them? You're doing all of it, man. 95% having orgasms all the time. Just shove it in and have an orgasm. Must be nice. Making me paranoid. I feel guilty for some reason. (laughs) Am I doing it wrong? I thought that's how it worked. (laughs) What am I missing? I mean, I'll I'll linger. I got to make it linger. Oh, dude, I don't listen. I'll try. That's enough. It's sensitive after. And then I get. Oh, God, that's enough. Well, it is. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> if orgasm parity between genders and sexualities was your goal, you might say women should have sex with women and straight men should stop lying. And then everyone would end up climaxing about 90% of the time. Jeez. But before straight people give up having sex with each other to meet the orgasm targets, let's address some other things. Uh, if you make penetrative sex the only thing that counts, it will always be easier for men to climax. And that's not because they are selfish or not concentrating. It's just because that's, that's yeah. how it works. Right. Human nature. Right. So the whole thing is you can't just be focused on shoving it in there. Right? You got to be working on other things. Oh, no. Here we go. This is where it gets complicated. No. What are the other things again? You got to massage the clitoris. <laughs> um, it's not quite in the right place for getting to climax and penetration. That's why you want to do it on uh, missionary, because then you can get contact, make friction, make sure, fire. Sure, well, or use your thumb. Make fire. Hey, something's smoking down there. What's going on? <laughs> um, How about some oral or using toys? How about that uh, oh, the, the vibrating C-ring, right? Okay. Uh, mutual masturbation is also sex. I don't even know if I can say that on the radio, but I just did. Well, it's this is more health-related than pervy stuff that we usually do. So yeah, totally. You can, can get away with it. I guess. Um, but the whole point is, if we want to uh, take care of the orgasm gap yeah. that heterosexual cu- uh, couples are having, it's because you need to make sure it's not just about penetration. This is where we put on our lab jackets and look at each other's junk and right. see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. 
don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't even know what the plot of the story is. What, what should I do the better? The orgasm gap. You need to not just focus on penetration. You need to make sure she's getting yeah. taken care of in other ways. Okay, well, you know. That's all it's A saying. little massage, sure. The little pregame. I, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for uh, a little... Uh, 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 you, you got to spread it around a little bit. And by that, I mean Jergens. Oh, yeah. A little, little body rub. Uh, I, I do have an assortment of uh, uh, <sighs> massage creams from hotels we stay in. I'll whip out one of those. I'm thrifty like that. Well, uh, sure. If you want to give her a massage, I guess so. I'm just talking about when you're in the moment having sex. Yeah. The reason why dudes are having an orgasm 90% of the time in these heterosexual relationships is because they're shoving it into a moist hole, and that's all they need. Women need more than just well, you can't something do, getting shoved in there. You can't do both they at the need, same time. Well, you, there are certain positions you can. Well, well right. I'm, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to tell you from what I understand, missionaries, that the best. Because well, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're coming down on top of the, the, the hood. Well, sure. Or, I mean, you know, don't be shy to stick your hand down there when you're doing other things. You know, you can be thrusting pu- and using your thumb. Where do, I put my, where do I put my thumb? Put your hand. Well, she's on the bed. You got your hand here, and you can just be like this while you're shoving away. That's a lot. It's, well, it's I feel try like it's, harder. I feel like I'm not hydrated enough for something like that. <laughs> that's Listen. A, that's a lot. What else are you doing with your hands? I'm uh, At my age, I'm just focused on one thing, <laughs> and uh, I'll, I do my best. That's why I try to uh, – pregame is important. A little butt massage. A little back rub. I don't know. Whatever. And, and then, of course, you know, you can play, oops, where'd the thumb go? Okay. So, I don't know. I, I, yes, you're making it complex. You're, you're making it seem like... Uh, you, I'm just reading you, you, an you article. Sa- you, you're making it seem unreasonable. What are you talking about? To make somebody happy enough. You're making it seem like it's just... I'm not making it seem like anything. I'm telling you... That 95% of heterosexual men said they usually orgasmed when sexually well, intimate, sure. That's right? That's a given. Sure. And then 65% of straight women. Yeah. So we're talking about closing the right. orgasm gap. Right, right. And this is this woman here, the whole thing that kicked off the article was because this lady didn't have an orgasm until she was 38 because yep. dudes were just shoving it in her. Yep. And all I'm saying is, just like the article says, yeah. you got to do more than just shove well, it I'm in. I'm trying. That's what I'm yeah. telling you. I know. I, listen, every, I'm not it, disputing it, that. It, it all adds up to four quarters. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I'm, works for you. I'm trying. You got to score more than the other team. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. You miss all the shots you don't take. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Nobody's hitting out there. <laughs> I, I don't. What else? Uh, Who's on second? Wait, what? I'm doing the best with what I am yes. at my disposal. Listen, that's fine. This whole article is just saying it's not all about penetration. Yeah. That's all That's all it's saying. I'm just saying from my experience, it just seems like missionary seems to be a better uh, chance for both of you to experience some fun. Yeah, whatever. Hit the orgasm button. Maybe I'm wrong. Get after it. Hi, how's it going? It's just like taking driver's ed. You put your hands at 10 and 2 and you hit the gap. Yeah. Right. Maybe tap the brake a little bit, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Hey, I think that's a little skewed. You know, the, the single men, when they finally do get it, of try and stop them from climaxing. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, I mean, it's not like we don't try. Right. You, you can't get down on the... Oh, 
I mean, here's my well, only. Well, that's the, the, the point the, of the article. The, only, the point of the article was the, why? Why is there the right. discrepancy? The, the only thing we hear though is you're blaming men. That's the the problem with the story. Literally. I heard you, dude. I'm just saying it comes off as like the guy can't fix it. But you can because you just can't focus on penetration. That right, was the but, whole point uh, of the well, article. Well, then I need a buddy there to help it me says here, with the other stuff. It I mean, will Jesus. always be easier for men to climax, and that is uh, not because they are selfish or not concentrating. Yeah. I literally said that. I know. I heard you. But you're st- you're making it. I, I got to get another thumb somewhere, and it's like, draw me a diagram, and I'll see if I can do it. I'm not a. All I'm saying is stimulate the clitoris. I'm going to I'm going to turn myself into a pretzel and be stuck there. Listen, it ain't my problem. You haven't been doing stretching. <sighs> so much. This is why you shouldn't read Cosmopolitan articles. They're impossible. They're. they're it's just the the expectations are insane. I don't. But we want to try. Is, right. I get that you want to try. I think the point of the article is just to do something other than penetration. Mm-hmm. And I tried telling you that, and you poo-pooed me. I so. did not poo-poo you. No. Do whatever works I try for you. to rub all body parts. I try to hit the button. You know what I'm saying? This is a, you're taking this very personally. Well, you're, you you just make it. It's, it's, it's slanted towards uh, guilt. For guys, I think. If you're feeling guilty about that article, that is a you problem. That is a 100% you problem. I'm not guilty. I'm just saying it's uh, uh, it's it's learn as you go. There's and that's communication. Say, well, hey, where, right. where can I make saying. you? Where can I make you feel good? This woman was 38 before she had it. Well, that's again. a long time right? for her. She's doing something wrong. So. It's just saying, hey, there's an orgasm gap. Be aware, and here's what you can do. That's all the article is saying. Jesus sometimes, Christ. Sometimes I wish it was a dolphin. They just have sex for fun. They're, it's not like, like no underlying bullshit. It's just stick it in and have fun. Let's help each other. Help me help you. Sometimes I wish you were a dolphin, too. Hey, uh, it's a good time for beer. Hello? You could thank your dad for being here. She was in a bad mood. Who was in a bad mood? The mom. Oh, the mom. Yeah. I have no idea what Nate's talking about. <laughs> it's like a weird puzzle. <laughs> All right, thanks. Kind of. Hi. I'm assuming even with a really nice set of crayons that nobody could draw you the right picture, Johnny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, you could. It's just I know what no, the no, late. No. Uh huh. No, no, no. Uh-huh. No, I'm sorry. A brand new set of crayons. I know exactly what the there. lady is trying to say in the article, and she's trying not to say it. So I, I get it. Guys don't know. Guys don't know what they're doing. Which uh, you might want to communicate. Just say talk to me instead of writing a thirteen thousand word essay. You're a little triggered, bro. Jesus Christ! Now I'm really triggered. Triggered. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, Did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since... I don't know when. I ain't had no pancakes either. Hot damn. 
Uh, two Virginia inmates escaped from jail using a toothbrush to dig a tunnel through their cell yes. before heading to IHOP. Yes. Dude, just trying to get out of here to have some pancakes. I had pancakes for breakfast this morning, and all I could think about was a threesome with Aunt Jemima and Mrs. Butterworth. Um, John M. Garza, 37, and Arlie V. Nemo, 43, were found to be missing from their cell on Monday, around 7.15 in the p.m. The two were apprehended in the city of Hampton early Tuesday morning at an IHOP location seven miles from the Newport News Jail. There's an old saying, motto we have in my family. It's called, get busy eating pancakes or get busy dying. Old family crest. Which is weird because like four of your family members died choking on pancakes. It's, it's a little known curse in my family. Yeah. We cannot chew. <laughs> so pancakes might not be the best listen, idea for listen. you. <laughs> I can't. I come from a long line of people that forget to chew. (laughs) So that explains a lot. It really do. All right. Um, Anywho, the sheriff's office conducted a preliminary investigation in which it was determined that the men took advantage of a construction design weakness. Well, they should be rewarded Uh, for their ingenuity. Yep. By using primitive made tools constructed from a toothbrush and a metal object to help them gain access to untied rebars between the walls. Good job, gentlemen. Uh, then they used the rebar to create a hole in the wall and climb through. Once the men were outside the jail cell, they scaled the containment wall and, and left the area. Police arrested them at the IHOP just hours after they escaped using tips from citizens who noticed them in their friggin' prison jumpsuits in the restaurant. Yeah. That would be a problem, right? That'd be a problem. I extend my gratitude to the Newport News Police Department, the Hampton Police Department, and the James City uh, County Police Department for their assistance in our attempt to recapture these inmates. Um, uh, Thankful for the citizens who reported them. See something, say something. Uh, Garza had been in custody on several charges, including contempt of court, probation violations, failure to appear. Nemo being held on multiple charges as well, including credit card fraud, Credit card larceny, forgery, possession of burglary tools, grand larceny, and contempt of court and probation violation. So it doesn't sound like they were violent criminals. It was like uh, raising Arizona Gale when they released themselves under their own recognizance. Mm-hmm. We don't feel like the institution can no longer serve its purpose and uh, make us whole again. Right. So we just released ourselves on our own recognizance. It was Gale and uh, who was the other dude? I don't remember. Never leave a man behind. Yum, yum, give me some. Forget his name. Hmm. Gosh dang it. Toothbrush and a metal object. Toothbrush and a metal object. And that had to take time. Yep. I mean, I don't, even with the structural weaknesses in the wall, just to get, imagine, I'm going to give you a toothbrush and a metal object, and I want you to dig (laughs) through to the farm department. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, how long did that take? Well, it's uh, it's trying to think of the timeline when uh, Clint Eastwood escaped from Alcatraz. Mm. Movies are always that was <laughs> so close to reality. <laughs> All he had was a spoon he made in in mm. shop. I mean, mm. that took him like a year. Yeah, but they had to make the the paper mache mask and the and the fake. You know, grate and all that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's you got to have a plan. Things just don't happen overnight. They were just inspired by pancakes. Unbelievable.
Maybe they thought it was uh, international house of pancakes, so they were uh, international. You can't, it's like a sovereign. They can't be extradited. Like international waters. You can't right. be extradited out of an international house. Of pancakes? Of pancakes. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> we got uh, Shawshank Redemption, the, the chocolate chip pancake redemption. I don't know. I, I'll write the movie later. I, I'm busy thinking about golf right now. And I can't wait to watch a movie. Did they have prison? Did I miss that? Did they have prison outfits on? Well, they had to. What else are they going to have on? Well, right. I mean, you know, uh, before they put up roadblocks for every roadhouse, outhouse, henhouse, you got to get out of your prison, uni. I don't... I. Unless they found clothes in an abandoned cabin, which seems unlikely. Because where else are you going to get clothes from? Man, you can't I, walk into a dollar store with no money. I just don't want and this. And how are they going to pay their bill at IHOP? I just, oh, right. I think they're going to run out. I hope this does not besmirch the good name of IHOP. We have one in Middleton. Did you know that? They put one up, up there. ladies and gentlemen. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. There it is. Average foot speed over uneven ground, barring injuries, four miles an hour. That gives us a radius of six miles. What I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, or doghouse in that area. Checkpoints go up at 15 miles. Go get him. There's a, we have an IHOP in Middleton uh, where the old uh, Mexican restaurant was. Up there by the Costco. Have you been there? No. Oh, I have. I don't make it over there, remember? Uh, IHOP is kind of known. Uh, the pancakes are great, but it's their crepes. Holy crepes. Yeah, if you like crepes, they do them very, very well. Um, I mean, considering I, this it's This is the farthest west that I get. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Well, that's... But I have no reason... Not really any further west, but... I it's, Sure it is. It's north, but that's our... North-ish. line west, right? It's north-ish. Whatever. The west side. Like Middleton is the far uh, west side. Well, you make it sound like you're going to North Dakota, for God's sake. Well, that's what it feels like sometimes. <laughs> well, you're, uh, you're... I'm just saying. Right. I never get over there. I This is the farthest exit. Easily distracted. On the belt line that I get. Well, I'm saying it's literally a five-minute drive from here. If you, if I know, but I never a, go over there. Craving a crepe, it's five minutes. There's one, isn't there one over by Dry Hooch on University Avenue? I believe there is. Yeah. So, whatever. I Listen, you can have all the crepes you want. IHOP's not my jam. Well, if you're not too picky about pancakes, I mean, it'll do. But pancakes are really my jam. Oh, no, that's fine. So I that's why. I get it. I yeah. just crave a pancake every once in a while. Well, that's fine. But a crepe, I mean, that's kind of light. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Cinnabon crepe. Thanks. How many calories are in that? 19,000 yeah. calories. A lot of people like the sweet stuff for <sighs> breakfast or whatever, so and that's good. just not my thing. Hey, man. And don't take fun. it. Don't take it out on. I us. ain't mad about it. Would you grow up in a barn or something? Yeah, right. I was raised by dairy cows. Why do you think I'm always pulling at teats? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get a free breakfast out of IHOP, and you got to go and ruin everything. <laughs> hoping maybe they were listening. Replay today: the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D.
JJO. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Dude. Cocaine and the toothpaste. Cocaine and the toothpaste. Great band name. Right? A group of flight attendants from uh, Vietnam Airlines. They're the ones with like the... What color is that? It's like this color. What is that? Seafoam? Seafoam seafoam colored uniform. All right. I'm sure you've all seen the Vietnam Airlines commercial. Hot. Tight. Clingy. Yes. What? (laughs) Sorry, I get get distracted. Jesus, do you need to go rub one out quick? (laughs) Anyway. um, No, my gun might go off. I (laughs) have to be very careful. I think that's what, uh, two different guns. A group of flight attendants from Vietnam Airlines has been arrested for suspected drug trafficking after 11.4 kilos of drugs found concealed in their luggage on a flight from France to Vietnam. The flight attendants, um, I'm not going to sit here and try to say their names correctly, were apprehended after touching down at Ho Chi Minh City International Airport from Paris Thursday morning. Custom officials at the airport flagged the attendants' luggage as totes sus with narcotics after uh, a narcotics officers discovered 8.4 kilos of gray tablets, 3 kilos of white powder concealed in toothpaste tubes. Uh-oh. Vietnamese authorities uh, said the substances were found to be ecstasy, cocaine, and ketamine. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. Uh, Oh, dude, there you go. Uh, According to local reports, the flight attendants appeared to be shocked, I tell you, when they were questioned by police. They claimed that a person in France paid them 10 million Vietnamese dong. <laughs> Stop it. You can't just, you have to preface that. I, no. I, I, it makes me nervous. No. You start saying dong. Look at all this dong. <laughs> Which is only like 420 bucks. Stacks of dong. Somebody paid them 420 bucks to carry the packages in their luggage. The attendants were pretty young, limited work experience in the company. They agreed to the deal without examining the packages carefully. But I've never touched nothing mm-hmm. that my spirit could kill. That's sung like a guy that does a lot of cocaine. Hey, <laughs> very judgy over there. Anyway. They didn't examine the damn packages. They said they were exhausted after a long flight. Ho Chi Minh City Police currently investigating the flight attendants. Vietnam Airlines said on Friday they suspended the air crew. Now, the airline didn't immediately respond me, for me, a comment. Meanwhile, a, a guy in a wheelchair with a fake leg stuffed with cocaine rolled right on back past the security checkpoint. I'm sure what it feels like, I know. <laughs> Who? What? How suspicious... Are we carrying that much toothpaste look? That should be on a pallet in the back of a UPS plane. It's very sus. Yeah, that's a little... That's that's shocking they would think that wouldn't look suspect. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you normally carry? You have some very fresh gums. Do you brush quite a bit? Thank you. Yes, look at this toothpaste. Vietnam is widely known for having some of the harshest drug penalties in the world. We're, we're dental assistants when we're not on airline working. Those convicted of trafficking over 100 grams of narcotics may be sentenced to life imprisonment or death. Wow. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, there it is. 
That ain't on F around, is it? Since the start of the year, Chop there have been off. eight cases of drug trafficking, uh, which is Vietnam's uh, at Vietnam's busiest airport. They've confiscated nearly 15 kilos of narcs in the last three months. Holy. In 2019, one cabin crew member from the Malaysian airline. Malaysia's another one that has super strict drug policies. Yeah. But they'll just kill you without asking questions. Was arrested uh, for working with a drug syndicate to smuggle 14 mil worth of narcs from Asia to Australian cities over a number of years. Well, I wonder how much you get paid for that. Despite its strict drug penalties, Vietnam is a trafficking hub for narcotics. Well, how them strict drug penalties working out? Yeah. Filtering through the golden you think triangle. You, you, you would let the mules follow the mule and get the distributor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're clearly the mule. They're not the kingpins. Just right. follow. Just follow the toothpaste. Um. Anyway. Oh, uh, no, let me get this straight, ma'am. You brush your teeth how often during a day? And uh, it depends on how good the drugs are. Wonderful teeth, man. Wonderful teeth, but uh, there's an awful lot of toothpaste. Um. Anyway, uh, trafficking hunt for narcs filtering through the Golden Triangle, one of the world's largest drug-producing areas across Laos, Thailand, and Myanmar. Uh, significant shipments of drugs, most notably ecstasy, are mainly trafficked to the region from Europe in January. Oh. Hanoi police found 98 kilos of drugs, including MDMA and ketamine, concealed in boxes sent from Germany to Vietnam. Germans like ecstasy, too. Who don't? This whole story's put me in the mood for rice noodles and soup. Oh, a little ramen. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What do you think I was talking about? A fancy <laughs> Vietnamese restaurant? I mean, come on. Jesus. You got that kind of money? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, man. I... Drugs gonna be drugs. Wow, I, that's God. It's it's so obvious. It's it's the most obviously blatant smuggling I've ever seen in my life. Of course, there's drugs in the toothpaste. Why wouldn't there be? Well, I don't. Who knows? I mean, what? I have no idea what they usually smuggle stuff in. So maybe it is stuff like toothpaste tubes. Well, 154 of them. How about flasks. how about you slow roll that out, Jack? How about two tubes? Let's see if that gets through, and then we'll jack it up. Well, I think the theory is because the air crew doesn't get their bags checked. Right. Well, that's how they did it in Blow with Johnny Depp. Right. When, when his girlfriend was working as the airline stewardess. Right. But that's back. But that was just grass. That's pre-9-11, obviously. Oh. <laughs> that was just grass. I don't. That wasn't Coke. That was just bags of grass. Right. Remember that? Oh, yeah, dude. That's a great movie. Oh, it's the best movie. Freaking love I don't it. I want to go that far. But. That's why the guy in Narcos reminds me of Johnny Depp. But in real life, he actually looked like the uh, the CIA dude that was in mm-hmm. Mexico. Yeah. They were like dead ringers together. Yeah, totally. Narcos is fantastic. Oh, it's, I just can't get enough of it. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. One of the best shows I've ever seen. There's like boobs everywhere. Well, and a lot of it is accurate. Yes. They actually it's use, like I, I love it when they put some of the real footage in. It's like, man, somebody was on the ball, man. Yeah. That's just great writing. Have you got to the story yet? I think, I can't remember if it was featured in Narcos or if I just read it as I was doing my research on Pablo Escobar. Mm-hmm. But the story is. The hippos? <laughs> no, not the hippos. About the horse that he bought his daughter. She wanted a unicorn. We're not there yet. Oh, no. Is it in the show? 
I don't remember if oh. it was in the show or if it's just something I read. Um, yeah, she wanted a unicorn, uh, and he bought her this pony. And since it wasn't a unicorn, he stapled a freaking <laughs> horn onto the thing's head. And, of course, it died. <laughs> Well, now I hate it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.